Hello. Is the mic's on? I think it's good. Mic 212. Check 212. Check, check. Oh, it looks like we all in the building, ladies and gentlemen. We got some new real estate of mine, ladies and gentlemen, and we are here with a special guest. But first and foremost, my name is D'Artagnan Connor. I'm Stephen McCullough. And today we are sitting with Breland. What's your last name, Breland? It's Brant. Breland Brant. Brant? Yep. Breland Brant. BB. Basically, that's BB. hard. What's that's your middle hard. name, Doc? It's Xavier, bro. Xavier? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Xavier is kind of hard name. That's hard. That's yeah, hard. My that's parents hard. was on some European shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go outside the box, man. But first and foremost, you know, we're happy to be back in front of you all. Um, it's been a little while since we didn't talk to the people. Life keeps moving on. Circumstances happen, you know. We want to send our prayers and condolences to everybody that's going through something on their end because, you know, times has been rough. But we thank God for the opportunities and being able to come together with one another and looking forward to being able to pod for y'all, man. Yes, and with sir. that being said, let's get into it, Steve. How you been? You know, I've been smooth. I've been smooth. A lot of stuff's been happening, like you said. Um, stuff I ain't even going to get into, but, Respectfully. you know, I've been uh, working on my mental health important um trying to make sure i'm right and uh yeah I'm, I'm feeling i'm in a good place that's good how about yourself um i've been doing i've been good actually <laughs> i can't even cap with you i've been in a better space recently than i have been in a while um and these last few weeks i've actually been in celebration mode um celebrating a birthday and a graduation so pew, 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 pew. i'm gonna get myself <laughs> But um, been on celebration mode and just trying to soak it in because this journey has not been any form of easy and has come with a multitude of challenges. But to see um, me being now days away from the finish line, oh, man, God is good. All the time. On me. But how you doing, Breland? Good, man. I can't complain. You know, same same as you guys. Life, you know, it, it throws us. It's issues and, and problems here and there, but you know it's all about weathering the storm. So I feel you, man. So that's that's really been the biggest thing: weathering the storms and keeping it pushing. I feel you. Yeah. How has how has your 2021 been different than um, your 2020 experience? Has it been? Um, have you been, noticed a better year for yourself so far in these first few months, or maybe somewhat of the same? Wait, wait. First off, like, who, who are you? Tell us about yourself Jeez. real quick. <laughs> yeah, because um, they don't so, know who you are. So let's yeah, 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 a little let's bit about it, you, man. real quick. So I'm my name is Breland Brandt. Um, right now, I run a lifestyle media brand titled Connect. Uh, my goal with that is really just to create a platform for younger kids who who want to be entrepreneurs, who want to be creatives, or even if they don't want to do that, they just want to make it in the world and they want to be or have a resource of like-minded individuals who think like them and who go through the things that entrepreneurs and creatives and people working on their own go through. Because as you guys know, as, as anyone listening to this knows who's doing their own thing, it's not easy. Yeah, it's, it's very difficult. It's a lot of dark times. So you need that support. You need that circle of people or resources or information that you could have that you could be like, okay, somebody else went through this. I'm not the only one. I'm not the only person that is having this tough time or having a hard time doing this, that, the third. Like, you, you need those things. So that's kind of been my whole mission is to provide that resource. Yeah, man. That's amazing. So what is the name of that brand that you're speaking of? It's called Connect. Jeez. Yeah. Tilt the head down? That's y'all? 
snap. I didn't even notice that. Black it's the latest hats that I just dropped. Okay. Um, I'm actually giving all the proceeds to charity, specifically the Jeb Foundation. That's a mental okay. health focused foundation. Wow. And uh, I chose that because, like, we kind of already touched on, like, I had some issues with my mm -hmm. mental health and I had times where, you know, I wasn't in the best place. So for me, I wanted to give back and I wanted to try and find my own lane to where I could turn a negative into a positive. And that's kind of been what Connect is. It's, my way of getting out my vision and fighting my demons basically and making moves forward. That's a blessing. That a Have blessing. you always had this entrepreneurial spirit that's led you to creating this brand through your struggles or did you find it at a certain point through going through your struggles? I always had it, bro. Okay. I I was a kid who was like doing the lemonade stands, oh, the car hustle. washes, like I like I used to tap dance when I was little, so like oh, really, yeah, like like my parents didn't know what they wanted to put me in when I was younger. I was probably like six or seven, but mm -hmm. they was like, "You got to do something. You can't just wait." Where are you from again? I'm from Carson, Carson, oh, okay. California. Tap dancing yeah. from Carson. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, bro. That's what's up? My brother yeah. tap dancing. <laughs> yeah, it was a bro. It was a crazy experience. Like honestly, I didn't enjoy it, but <laughs> it taught me a lot. Like it was cool. Like it was different. So it was like I had to adapt and like. I'm the type of person, like, whatever I do, I at least want to be, like, good at it. Like, right, I right. know I'm not going to be great at everything, but I'm going to put my best foot forward to try to be the best that I could be. So I went through that. Um, and I say that to say, like, I went as far as to, like, start teaching the kids in my neighborhood, like, how to dance, basically. Really? Like, that's kind of how, like. Some, that's major, though. Yeah, and it was cool. And, it, and, like, that was the one specific thing, like, that taught me, like, oh, I might be able to really, like, build something of my own one day mm -hmm. um and then kind of as i got older i got more into sports i picked up basketball uh, i happened to be decent at that i was fortunate enough to play for compton magic which is like a major aau team out okay. here Smooth. and um that kind of took me to an elite high school we won cif and all that stuff and oh, I, was still playing I went to winward Oh, where? Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. And we're like one of the smaller college prep schools. But when I was there, we were like basically top 10 in the nation. Yeah. And we had guys like Wesley Saunders. He went to Harvard, went to the New York Knicks, uh, Nick Stover, like just guys who who made it, who went to the NBA or went overseas. Um, so after that, I kind of switched paths, went to football because basically – I personally felt like at that time I didn't have the same opportunities that and I was going to then with football. Oh, exactly. Okay. So like I switched to football my first season. I don't know how it happened. All I call it is the grace of God, but I ended up getting a good amount of offers like Dope. all around what position? the state linebacker. Oh, smooth. Yeah. So I was fortunate enough to do that. I chose to go to UCLA. I did my time there. I didn't do nothing crazy. I was basically like, I redshirted my first year. I probably got in two games, and then I ended up medically retiring because of concussions. Mm -hmm. um, and honestly, I didn't love football, so I knew it wasn't going to be something that was long-term. Mm -hmm. So while I was there, I was just trying to figure out, okay, what's next? What am I going to do next? And amongst that, trying to figure that out, I, I basically kind of picked up on my past, and I was like, all right, like right, I'm going to start my business now. So... The first thing I started was like a on-campus delivery service. Oh, wow. And I tried to pretty much create a platform where people could order like our dining hall food to their room. Oh, from an app? From an app, oh, you yeah. Were trying to kill the game. Yeah, nah, from you were trying to kill <laughs> that would have yeah, killed bro. the game for I'm not sure. Gonna lie to you because let that a hit. 
You was taking that to every campus. No, exactly, though. But what was crazy was, like, UCLA had already shut down someone that was doing that. Uh, so they kind of did the same thing to me. And it just, like, they wasn't they wasn't messing with it. Because, I don't know, it interfered with whatever nah, they were trying to do. When, when somebody else started making some money in between they making money, oh, yeah, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, no, nah, you could cut that. Exactly. And then they're going to make their own stuff. Then they're going to definitely that's, double that's, down. That's, that's what's going to happen. That's literally They're going to take did. your idea and say, okay, we made this idea to, to, to like, deliver. I kid you that's not. Like that. I kid yeah. you not. Probably the next year they had a version of oh, what I was trying surprised. to do. There you go. <laughs> so it was like, all right, cool, scratch that. And then I decided to do Connect. And what Connect started as at first was a social media agency. And I basically tried to run marketing campaigns for different companies around Los Angeles. Um, Some of my majors ones was sign makers. They make like custom signage. So they've done custom signage for Beats Pill. They do private parties. They've done stuff for like Shaq, like Interscope Records, like all type of stuff. And like I ran their marketing campaigns. And then I worked with a fitness gym as well. So I did that for about a year, had my clients, made my money, did my thing. But I wasn't satisfied with what it was because I felt like as an independent marketer, you're one of the first people to get cut if anything budget wise happens. So it was very cutthroat and it was like a quick turnover ratio. So if I didn't have a client already, I didn't have no clients. Mm -hmm. And it was like I was working as like a one man team. So it was like as quick as I was trying to do everything, it just wasn't quick enough. Mm -hmm. So I basically was like, okay, how can I make this bigger and more efficient? And that kind of turned into trying to make a lifestyle media blog. So now what Connect is, is a lifestyle media brand. And basically our mission is to create a platform for Gen Z specifically um, and provide them with resources and events and things that will allow them to further their mission. Hmm. That's dope as shit. I'm not going to lie to you. (laughs) And I think you hit on a great point that I hope the audience can receive is when that first venture didn't go like as planned for you, you didn't you didn't just sit with it. You said, what's the next move? And as an entrepreneur, you got to be quick on your toes and be able to pivot. It may not always be the quickest pivot, but be able to pivot and you were able to find it. And then even with saying what you found, you had to pivot again Mm -hmm. and find another sector and keep diversifying your business to keep growing. That's what's up. Yeah, man. How do you um how do you feel that where it is now? I'm really happy with where it is now. I think honestly, we've done a lot, but I, I feel like we're just getting started because all these things, it's kinda like you said, like all the pivots, all the changes have taught me so much and also mm-hmm. just gave me better understanding of what it takes to run a business mm-hmm. and to do it so that you're not just stressing yourself. Like you're not just giving your all and getting bare minimum in return like i'm the type of guy like i'm all for working hard but it's got to be a return at the end you know like i'm all for you know working for the better and working to improve things but at the same time you got to live you got to have a lifestyle you got to create for yourself because it's not a one-way street like if you're not right if you don't feel like you have the things that you want if you can't get up and put the clothes that you want on every day and look the certain way and do what you want to do every day, you're not going to be able to successfully run your business. Cause you're going to be like, dang, like I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like where I'm at right now. Like I need this, this and that. And it's like a lot of people try and like, I personally feel like sell you a dream of like, no, nah, forget everything else. Like give your all into this, like da 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 da. And it's like, no, like you got to make sure that you're good first. Yeah. You got to make sure that you got everything that you want and that you feel comfortable so you can wake up every morning and be like, I'm good. Life is good. Like, 
I'm excited to go do what I want to do today. You know, like that's important because it all works together and it helps you create what you want to create to the fullest extent. How has your uh, your business grown? So you said you were a one man show in the beginning. Um, and as you pivoted, did you guys, do you have more employees? Do you have any employees or anything like that? Or is no, it you? I'm, I'm still a one man show okay. because now I, I feel like I've simplified my business to where I can be a one man show. Mm. Eventually I do want a team, but I'm not there yet. And I don't think that it's a necessity for me at the moment, but yeah, I'm still rocking it alone, still getting out content, pushing everything and yeah, just rocking it that way. Um, you you said that in the point of peace of mind and as a person in general but that's very important in an entrepreneur's journey mm -hmm. and people like in the age we live in perception can quickly become reality mm -hmm. like like i'll put something on the story and i gave you 10 seconds or less of maybe this wall to there but you don't even know what's on the other end of it mm -hmm. and that's kind of what be going on when folks be trying to like you said tell you Go in 100%. Ah, 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 ah. It just got to be everything. It got to be this. It got to be that. It's so much like, uh, to where it's like, but when do I get to, and then it, I feel like it gets misconstrued when I, because I was about to say, well, when do I get to like relax? Mm -hmm. But that's not necessarily the word or the feeling I meant because I don't want that to get taken as in laziness or yeah. like um, not wanting to be fired up, but it's about finding that balance. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Because if you go too hard, then you'll burn out. Yeah. And the point of it all, I know connected. What year did you start connected? 2019. You want to see connected be successful in 2029, 2039, 2049, 2059, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Lord willing. You know what I mean? And knowing that it's a long-term play, we get 365 days in one year. What do I look like? Yes, sir. Going, what do I look like just like ne never soaking it in to enjoy life? When I know that I'm trying to do this times that times 10, you feel yeah. I me? Mean? Times 20. My dad used to have this saying, man, measure twice, cut once. Mm -hmm. Measure twice, cut once. And, and basically what that means is make sure you got your ducks in line. Make sure, you know, what, like we were just talking about, whether it be making sure you got the food you want to eat. If you want, mm -hmm. I don't know, if you want McDonald's that morning, and that's going to make you feel good. And that's going to give you the energy to go out and do what you need to do. Get that McDonald's. Mm -hmm. If you want a new T-shirt, if you want to go to the beach, if you want to go take a trip, go do that. Because at the end of the day, it's all about, like you said, that long-term goal. You're building something that you want to last. So let's say you choose, okay, I'm tired. I don't feel like working today. You mm -hmm. don't work that one day. It's not going to kill you because you got 10 years to go. And that'd be the point because that one day to people can then start to feel like, oh, I took a week. I took 10 days. I took 20 days when it's no. Mm -mm. You took the one. And you deserve the one day, though. Exactly. And that'd be the thing, like, because that one day could help you come back better for your next 10, though. Absolutely. I think another good point is that um, you should do, you should go 100%. On the days that you are working, you're going 110%. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So for it's, sure. Uh, my boss always tells me, I'd rather you come in and give 100% for two hours then work for eight hours and give 25%. Yes, sir. Because that's when you mess up. And I love that mentality, And that's when too. you mess up. So take that one day you need, take the two days you need yeah. to, to, to you know, get yourself together and then come back 110% the next day. Yeah, you know and saying? I mean, also, too, to back up that point, even most of all the successful entrepreneurs that are making buku money right now, they have a rule of 80-20. Mm-hmm. 
they have that 80 20 mindset where 20 percent of the time is going to set me up for the next 80 percent of the time mm. and that's how they work it and every successful person speaks on that and that's something that i try to implement in what i'm doing and in my brand like the 20% of the work that I focus on most, whatever I feel like is the most important is what is going to give me that 80%. Nah, I love it, man. What would you say, if you don't feel like you said it already, what would you say you're passionate about? Like, your true passion in, as a, in this core? Just getting out what I feel, man. It's, Being able I, to express yourself there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we were talking about you being passionate earlier i feel like i'm the same way and honestly i feel like i internalize a lot of my passion because i'd be like as black men in america is you can't can't get it like it's almost like it's looked down upon us to be passionate it's like people associate our passion with aggression Mm -hmm. to express being able to express our emotions but i think it's so misunderstood because our black women go through this as well as black people we're really good at articulating ourselves yeah whether whether i'm harvard educator or i'm ghetto as as all outdoors i'm gonna formulate this sentence Mm -hmm. in a point where you're gonna receive it and you might not receive it in the way you wanted to receive it but i bet you you know what i meant absolutely you know what i mean and like like you're saying it's so quickly like even with me just doing this and I talk with my hands, and I do this, the moment it, more excitement, I'm fired up off this conversation. Mm-hmm. But to the other ear or to the other eyes, they'll look and be like, yo, he's maxing over there. Like, mm-hmm. What is all this? But no, nah, that's just my energy. Yeah. I'm fired up. I'm happy to be around the presence of successful young black men that's trying to do something. You yeah. know what I mean? And successful is what you make it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I'm not where I want to be, but I'm on my way there. Exactly. Right. So right. with that being said, I'm in my real estate of mind. I am successful. Yes. There you go. That's a mindset. Absolutely. It's a mindset. Yeah, man. You brothers is over there cooking, man. <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you. I ain't pot. I ain't potted in a minute too on this real estate of mind business talk. It's definitely been a minute since we didn't came in here and went over different things, you know, this was, this was a podcast dedicated to like fully, like this came about during like the real estate realm. When this podcast first started, Desserts was in a space where I didn't necessarily even see it continuing in the way it was, but that's because we were mid pandemic. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The world has now changed Mm -hmm. and I can't just be this vendor guy that I was doing, getting it hustling like I was. So things changed. And I'm getting older, so I had to pivot. Um, but even through going out of the pandemic and working my way through it, came right back to my to my uh, old, reliable, faithful. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Making it happen. That's how it works, too. That's when you know it's for you. That's yeah, when you so know let, let the people know what you've been doing, man. What, what have you been doing? Well, uh, um, 2021 has consisted of a lot of pop-ups. Um, I started off by... What really woke us up was I did my Thanksgiving special back in thanks. Well, obviously Thanksgiving, <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I did that special then, and that was the first time I got orders again in a while because before then I went away to school. Like I mentioned, I'm about to graduate. That was a big lesson for me because I went away to school in out here in Carson. Where are you from? Mm-hmm. Um, and. My business thrived off of word of mouth, um, networking, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I know you, I know your parents, so your parents gonna come talk to me, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know him, I know his parents, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or 
you know, I'm not necessarily talking to the kids, but the parents is talking to me, the families, you know what I mean? Or when I'm working at these elementary schools, they like the, uh, the suites, so their parents. So it's like, either way, I'm getting connected. You mm. feel me? Um, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> you know we're going to throw it Humble in there. Humble plug. We know we're going to throw it in there. <laughs> but either way, but, um, but by the time I got out here, oh, it was night and day. And I didn't get fully immersed into my e-commerce bag yet. Mm. To be in a new environment and think that, I could just make it happen. You mm -hmm. feel me? Mm -hmm. I, I like it got to a point where it was like, damn, I'm really starting over again. Plus I was in merchandise mm -hmm. and you sell clothes. So, you know, that's an industry that's different than some of your more media stuff. Yeah. Where I got, where I looked at it when I first got into merchandise was obviously I'm a dessert business. Mm -hmm. I started selling merchandise and I'm thinking it is just more or less another sector of my business. But I quickly realized, no, this is another business within my business, not just a subsidiary. No, this is a whole new industry that needs a whole new outlook. Mm -hmm. Got to go about it completely differently, which. Especially being in a new spot. Especially being yeah. in a new Cause spot. Because, I mean, you were, you were pushing T-shirts. You were pushing hats well, man, with your regular audience back at home. Literally. But once you came out here, you got to start all over again, like you said. All mm -hmm. over again. Because at home, like, my first shipment did well, but I ordered a small shipment like I should have. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Feed the people as I go instead of just trying to, like, give hella stuff and think, like, oh, yeah, they're just going to come grab it. You yeah. know what I mean? But a lot of lessons were learned and helped my journey and helped me be better prepared for what I want to do now and moving forward. So, you know, at and the I, end of the day, it's a blessing. And I think that's another point for entrepreneurs. Sometimes you got to go through it. Gotta to learn it. it. And oh, that, that be can't. my point. And that's, you can't that's avoid deep. it. To, that, to, no, a, to a deep. People be seeing me in like, like that passion we talk about, that excitement towards ventures or just wanting to go for something. I'd be fired up, boy. Yeah. I'd be fired up. And a younger version of me is fired up with uh, obviously like, oh, he's just young. Oh, he, um, he views this like, I'm, he's just a little different, whatever. Like, maybe I don't see it, but who knows? But as I get older, it's still that certain level of fire and passion that sometimes people don't understand. Mm -hmm. And um, and I think people look at it as being a little too optimistic or and things like that. When too wide eyed, too yeah, too <laughs> wide eyed. You know what I mean, like she she needs a dose of reality. It's like, but this I was is about to wild out on the spot. I was about to wild, no, I was about to wild but, out. But, out. but this is this is how the Elon Musk. This is it, how I was just about to say Zuck, Mark Zuckerberg are actually too, made. Yeah, literally. But also too, when those people come at it from that angle, they don't really know my my back end story. Like, it makes no sense for me to have this optimism because I've seen like what shit looks like. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But the fact that I have this optimism is because I've seen what shit looks yeah. like. So if I know that, and I know that. Well, other people can have that. Well, why don't I get the opportunity? Mm -hmm. And if you, on the other end, don't feel comfortable enough to want to dream and venture, I've grown older enough to respect wherever people are at. Mm -hmm. I'm not pushing my agenda onto you, but at the same time, I really don't like it when people push it onto me. Yeah, because a lot of people don't understand part of the passion is the pain. Mm. Like, part of the passion is the pain, and it's like, if you haven't... If you haven't bet on yourself, you're not gonna you're not gonna understand where somebody like we are coming from. You feel me? Like if you haven't really looked not. yourself in the mirror and been like, Let me take regardless of what happens, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna get it done. I don't care if I come home crying, sweating, bleeding, whatever. I'm gonna do it. You're not gonna understand it. If you were fortunate enough to either a 
have a situation handed to you or B, you just kind of mosey on through the world, you're not going to get it. And that's, it's okay. You know, like it's, it's fine, but don't ridicule somebody for chasing their dreams exactly because exactly. you could look up one day and they are the next elon musk and <laughs> or they're at their they're at their dream whatever that dream exactly. is even if it's exactly. it different for people that could be something on on a smaller level or on the big level exactly. whatever it is but that's why like one of the questions i asked was what's your passion about like on this show like i don't want nobody to come through here and not share what they're passionate about mm -hmm. and i don't care if that has something to do with business entrepreneurship or Picking flowers. Mm -hmm. Like, Facts. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Yeah. As long as I you're passionate like, about it. What are you passionate about? Because, like, we've gotten so far away from passions. Like, like I'll start talking. Like, I'll talk to somebody and people don't know what they're passionate about. And that's not their fault, though. Or you know they had I mean? to suppress it because they had to but then at this point, get through really life. Know what it is yeah. now, you, you know, know what I mean? mean? They or had to do what they had to do to, to pay the bills mm -hmm. or to feed their children Understand or feed themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because life gets rough. But it's we've been hard. fortunate enough to be able to pursue our passions. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I thank my, my grandparents for that. And, you know, our parents and stuff Absolutely. like that who helped us support get to where systems. we are right now. Our support and system. that's major. Mm -hmm. right. right. Super major. But the point you had made earlier was about, like, um, I think I was going to go along the lines of when we talk about when you're going into different ventures and I'm just so optimistic and, like, people's outlook on, like, different things. And you were like... Um, you come time just have to go through it. And that used to be my mindset on trying to get people to understand when they just wanted me to What's what's your go-to saying? You want me to how would how do you how would you word it? You know what I'm saying? How would you word you kind of get what I'm trying to describe? Yeah, I just say go through it. No, before you were I know I know what you mean, but I can't think of it right now. Okay, but like people would more so be like uh if anything, I just want you to I just want you to know the possibilities, or mm -hmm. I just want you to see that other angle, or I just want you to whatever as they're throwing all this, all, as they got all these opinions and all this everything, some may be valid, some may be their personal stuff, right? Yeah. But it's all mushed in together, and they think it's for my overall good. And where at one point in time when I was younger, my frustration may come out, or I'll just be like, okay, or now I'm doubting myself, right? Nine times out of ten, I'll just say, fuck it, fuck what y'all thinking, what y'all got going on, I'm gonna go do me regardless. But it's taking time to get to that point. Mm -hmm. But at a certain point, it got fresh. It gets frustrating because if you know me enough to feel like you can say that, you should know me enough to know that before I felt comfortable to tell you about this venture that I'm thinking of or I feel passionate about, that I thought of these multiple possibilities mm -hmm. because that's the due diligence I have to do if I want to go where I want to go. Yeah. But people, yeah. you know. Sometimes so I, I got a saying. Uh, Y'all ever seen a book of Eli with Denzel Washington? Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah. You know how when he was like, "Walk by faith, not by sight." Hmm. That's the motto. Oh, that's I been see. that's been my motto for years, man. And I, and I don't know. It's it's worked. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. worked because what you see ain't always what you believe. You feel me? And a lot of times, it takes a while for what you believe to line up with what you're seeing. Mm -hmm. So you got to hone in on, on what you're feeling on the inside, what you trust, because I'm a, I'm a little bit of a spiritual person. Like, I wouldn't say I'm religious, but I do believe in the spiritual aspect of mm -hmm. God and our energy and our emotions and things like that. So as you guys probably feel as well, when you wake up in the morning, it's not like you just wake up bland. You got a feeling like mm -hmm. you either feel happy, upset, whatever you feel. And you got a feeling of how that day is going to go. Mm -hmm. And 
you can either change that feeling or you can rock with it. But ultimately, it's all about being one with it and accepting, okay, whether I'm happy or sad today, I got a goal that I still got to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And I got to make it happen. It's not just going to happen. I got to go do it. So I got to do whatever I got to do to go get that accomplished. Mm-hmm. That's that real go-getter mentality. It's that go-getter mentality. True hustler. Man. Do you, do you journal? I do. Okay. I do. I journal, man, like, I, not to shit on therapy or anything, but I prefer journaling over therapy. No, it's, like, a, it's a form of therapy. Yeah. It's a form yeah. of therapy. And I just mean, like, sitting down with an actual, yeah, like, traditional therapist. Traditional therapy. Yeah. yeah. My bag is more so w- with one and personally doing it instead of more so sharing it with another. Then. Yeah, Outward. man, because I be shy. I don't, I don't really like to tell too many people all mm-hmm. of my business. And I, and I feel like I find more progress when it's just me and I'm just in my room. And whether I'm crying and writing or just writing or happy and writing, like mm-hmm. it just feels more impactful for me because I sat down with myself. I listened to myself, my own energies, whatever those thoughts I had. I wrote them down on that sheet of paper. I looked at them. I felt it. I said, "Okay, woosa, it's out. Like it's done. Like, oh, wow. let's take it out. We get, whether I throw it away. Sometimes I'll keep notes in there. Sometimes if it's a bad day, I'll write whatever angry feeling I got on that paper, the angriest thing I could think of, and rip it out, throw it away. I'm done. Cool. Let's keep it moving. Yeah, I, re- I really think that's a smooth way of you know letting stuff out. Form. Mm-hmm. It's a form of of, of therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's different forms of therapy. You don't always have to go to a therapist. You know yeah. what I mean? There's a lot of people who draw. There's people who mm-hmm. who write. There's people who speak. There's people who do poetry. There's people yeah. who, um, you know, do videos. You know what I mean? There's a yeah. whole different forms of, of therapy that people can do um, to just be, you know, either one with themselves or to just let stuff out. Mm-hmm. You know? Very true. That's what's up. Steve been trying to get me to journal. And... I'm not really a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think before I even get to the journaling, mad people have actually been trying to give me the journal. I was thinking about it for a while too. Um, and the moment I get to it, I think at one point I even grabbed the journal. Mm-hmm. But, at one, but by the time I get to it, it's kind of like I can't get over the thought of just writing it all out. Um, now, maybe that's partially me being lazy or partially like, that not maybe even be in my way because mm-hmm. I'm a talker. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I think your like, form of no, therapy yeah. is this right here. No, this, <laughs> this, this right is here. very therapeutic. Yeah. This right here. This is, no, nah, without a doubt. Like, yeah. you just don't know, A, how much I appreciate you pulling up, but like, just to be in this setting and like what we're cooking up right now, regardless of wherever this goes, I know that this was purposeful for us moving yeah. forward. You yeah. know what I mean? Definitely. This should be major, but, um, but yeah, I think when I get to the point of like wanting to write, it ends up like I end up overthinking it too much and just end up doing a whole lot of nothing. I ended up going to a therapist and appreciated that experience. But I can understand your point because in theory, I need to find a new therapist because that was my therapist at school. And the last thing I want to do is have to go on a journey and continue to tell my story to multiple different people. Yeah. That shit, oh, nah. It gets exhausting. Yeah. It gets a little exhausting. Because I don't want to keep having to relive it for you to understand me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And certain things like, and then like, if I talk about maybe some of the more, like if I go to a therapist today, like when I was in the midst of going through therapy, I was going through a lot of stuff. So a lot of stuff was current and then I would go back at times. But now if I was to go to a therapist, it's like, do I just go dive straight into some of those core stuff that I'm 
now healing from, but still lingers within me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But mm-hmm. it's still prevalent to an extent. But it's like, sheesh, that could be a lot. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't be switching too many. <laughs> I ain't gonna keep divorcing a therapist. I tell you that. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, we're going this next one. We're gonna have to be tapped in. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's why I like writing because I, I know you say you overthink, and mm-hmm. I'm a person that overthinks as well, man. And honestly, a, a lot of the times, I don't even write full sentences. Like oh. a lot of the times, like there'd be some days where I'll just go in and I'll just scribble, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I'll just draw a bunch of random stuff. Like, but it's like that feeling of knowing, okay, I sat down. And I did something that I could, like, get these feelings out on. No, and that's important because a person like myself, I need multiple outlets. Mm -hmm. Like, this pod realm has welcomed in something great. Like, we now get to sit down on this business realm. Mm -hmm. We got another podcast where we get to sit down on our funny vibes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And continue to, like... Because while this is therapeutic in that business realm, not everybody understands this business talk, right? Yeah. But that other show is therapeutic because we're just chilling naturally. You know what I mean? But it Mm -hmm. gets to show our both sides. But then, you know, that journaling aspect, personal vlogging, personal videos, this, that, and the third, can Mm -hmm. for sure make that difference. Yeah. That's facts, man. Big facts. Sheesh, man. Anything you want to share with the people? Anything special? Um... I do want to. I do want to give a little promo. Yeah, dude, um, nah, yo, I don't got a date for it, but you guys got to come out. I'm gonna have a little pop up. You can make custom jeans. Right. I want to. I basically want to do a little DIY session for everybody in the city. I think I'm gonna throw it out in West LA and have like okay. a month run where you could come in. We'll have pairs of jeans from different brands: Levi, Carhartt, whatever you want to call it. And you can come in. You can design your own pair of jeans. I know a lot of people typically do like custom shoes and things like that, but I really like jeans and I feel like there's a trend bubbling with like DIY jeans and making your own custom Shit. jeans. So stay on the lookout look out for that. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. What's, what's the what's the at, handle? At connect. So connect with two N's and two C's. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, yeah. We in the building. And that's a great point you said, because I have been seeing like folks with different things with like custom shoes and custom different yeah. things, but that custom jeans could be fun. Yeah, man. I hope so. I hope yeah, it all works out. Cause... Yeah, we for sure going to have to plug it. You know what I mean? We tapped in. You got the Deezers, DZTV stamp yes, right sir. here. You know we need some of that at the pop-up, Jeez, really. Oh, oh, he he going to bring it. He for sure going to bring it. But really? you can't play around because I'm going to come set up. Whether, well, whether no, it's as, I'm serious. Whether it's as minimal as a table, that table going to be turned up. Or if I got my whole section, I'm going to turn it up for you. Bring it. We need it. <laughs> we need it, man. Oh, man. That Deezers. I'm telling you. One slice will really change your life, man. Deezers and Connected Collab. Man, bro, once I get my date, you in there, like yeah, for real. Like, I'm not joking. Done. Now we big plug. <laughs> <laughs> you know you what big I mean? connected now, huh? Real, big real. Connected. You feel for me? Real. We got a pop up coming soon out in LA, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. Yep. Big denim. That's flames, though. But that's been what's been great for me in that pop up realm. Like, my dad really wanted me to get the point of you got to just get up and get back to going. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Get back to that hustler's mentality. And like, I got, he, he used the term cash cow a lot to me. Um, in the last few months of the 2020 year, when I was like, you know, working through like, you know, the depression and everything else went through, got through that. Now it's like, okay, now I'm in school trying to get to that. Now it's like the real estate stuff I'm struggling with. Uh, it's like, uh, 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 but it's like, 
certain things don't need to be that hard nor that complicated. Mm-hmm. Especially when you know you're trying to and have established yourself in your own realm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So with that, like, get up and go do it. Yeah. Like, what, is he, what do you mean by cash cow? What, what uh, no, that, I've got you. interpretation of that? A cash cow is like, for example, he said, we have a food truck and I have a dessert business. He said, these are two major cash cows. When you can go out and get on the street and get $500 to $1,000 a day, cold, hard cash, put it in your pocket and mm-hmm. go Hand and make fist. something happen. Yep. When you can go out in front of the people and they pay you for something that you gave them, then go make it happen. And where I was with desserts literally until 2021, probably, I was mainly just on delivery base. So major things, Thanksgiving, Christmas special, as well as I would do Valentine's Day, um, different holidays. I had a few Valentine's Day specials. There's no better way. To show your partner you love them, ladies and gentlemen, than with desserts. Had to let them know. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. <laughs> shameless plug. But, so, we did that. Little events here and there. I do um, do events for people, do parties, do little catering here and there, right? But I never just did the pop-up. Unless I got invited to somewhere to pop up. And then, like, it maybe had already been prepaid. Or I just said, oh, no, it's good. I'll go hustle. Like, you ain't gotta you ain't gotta put food on my plate for me to go eat. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like just put me in the vicinity and I'ma go make it happen. That's usually my vibe. Mm-hmm. And um, but this year I got an opportunity. I live around the corner from a grocery store. It's called Richmond Food Center, right? I know it as John's in the hood, right? Um, and these are my folks. Been there all my life. They didn't know my mom, my dad, my grandmother, everybody. And they was to a point where it was like, oh well, uh, you could come set up a table out here in the front if you want. And I was like, mm, okay. Now me, I always be wanting to think the biggest. And sometimes you got to start somewhere. Yeah. So me, I be like, I be knowing, okay, well, I know I could do this, but if I know I could do this, I know I can, I can possibly do that. So when I be in that realm, sometimes you be wanting to skip steps when, wait a second, slow it down and yeah. one by one, because... We hear that, so it's like, now me and Steve like, well, shit, y'all want to let us get it in the store? <laughs> you want to let us get the hey. machine? Hey, we was pushing for it. We was pushing for it. We was about to try to get a section. In, in, the, in the whole store. To countertop. Oh, it's like, we, wanted a, we wanted a vending we machine, no like, like the cupcakes and stuff. Mouth will not get fed. Man. So we asked. Absolutely. So we asked. He said, they said oh. no. We said, oh, all right, brother. Like, we said, outside is cool. Yeah. I said, you know what? Respect. And at a certain point, I had to just get out there and go do it. Mm-hmm. But I bet the more money you start making and the more they start seeing that, they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, let's 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 put it." They're gonna give you a well, show. Well, I space. will say, I will say, I, after my first week of going out there, there was a crazy opportunity that it presented itself. Now it got removed from the table just because that wasn't what they were ready to do with that other location. But after one Sunday of seeing me out there go stupid. One of them wanted to consider letting me open up my like pastry shop in like their side building store that's not being occupied. So just that fat, but that be letting me know like when opportunities like that, like I get mad opportunities like that that end up not coming through. So on one hand, you could be like people like to say, don't get to your hopes up, don't get too excited, don't get whatever. I go into things when good opportunities present themselves. I like to look at it at the angle of. Well, I know what it's like when I'm going through it and life sucks. Mm-hmm. So when something good 
comes, regardless if it goes through or not, just a simple fact that I have the opportunity to have that yeah. makes me think, why would I not get excited? And yeah. if it doesn't happen, then it is what it is, you yeah. know? Literally. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like I kind of was on a point. I thought you were about to say, were you about to say something? Where, well, was I making a point about the pop-ups? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the pop-ups, um, they've been smooth. I've been... Um, I got out there the first time, and I overthink everything at first. So I was like, what am I going to be able to do out here? They're going to be creeping out my prices. This one and the third. I don't want to make too much. Blase, blase. But I just added my peach cobbler to my menu, and I got some little bowls I could put it in. I said, okay, cool. I was able to get five for that. So I said, cool. And I said, all right, I'm going to slice up my 7-Up cake, wrap that up. And I said, okay, well, these two items will be the easiest for me to just put on a table and be outside all day, and they'll be still COVID friendly, and um, and they'll be good. Whatever something, climate, something like fresh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But that's what I'm saying. They'll still be fresh, but then they're individually wrapped, so they're COVID friendly. Like that's another thing. Everything has to be individual these days, more so than in the past. Like I could, I would have done cupcakes because I used to just do the full um, a container and let people grab it, but you can't do that now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But once, once the first person goes and do that, my whole my whole station shut down. Yeah. You know, um, but it was a blessing because um, it went really well that first day, and I have not stopped popping up in front of there. It's either you're going to catch me on a Friday, a Saturday, or sometimes maybe a Sunday. And what it showed me is it gave me the consistency to truly believe in my brand. Mm-hmm. Like, no, my brand is not seasonal. My brand is not just this or that. Like, no, you can make money every day. But to make money every day, you got to be prepared to get up and go get it. Yeah. And well, what I was seeing by getting up and go get it told me, oh, well, I'm about to graduate in a second. So if I if I was out here Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, or five, four more days, it's like, oh, there's a lot that could be done. Mm-hmm. And we could be stacking and macking over here. Just Seriously. You feel me? Literally, bro. Um, but yeah, and on I top of that, just, it's only a matter of time before somebody puts you in their store because they've seen the consistency. On me. On me. And I'm about all connects and collabs, man. Mm-hmm. I be trying to... Um, whenever I feel like uh, brands can come together, I think, why not? You Absolutely. know? And there's a lot of soul food restaurants that need something they, uh, in Absolutely. there that could change somebody's life. Literally. You feel me? Literally. It only takes one slice, man. Only takes one <laughs> slice. One slice will change your life. Have you tried desserts? I have a hand Yeah, you got to bring some back out here next time you come. I always see the videos. I'll be jealous. I'll be so (laughs) jealous. Like, dang, I need some. Nah, it's coming soon, man. But yeah, um, so hold on. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I think this is the best time for us to now transition into our spread the sugar, share the wealth segment, where we like to highlight some black owned or minority owned businesses where we just want to share some share what they got going on with the people. So, Breland, start us off. Who you want to put on? I got to put on my boy Shola, okay. his brand Optimistics. Jeez. Uh, my homie Joey, he's an artist. He's got a he's got a show right now at the Simowitz Gallery. It's in L.A. It's it's um open until June fifth. Y'all go okay. check that out. Like, got to. if you in the Basquiat, anything like that type of work, like this man kind of took it to the next level. And that's a young gun. Like, that's a dude who's two years younger than me, and I've watched him grow. Like, we went to high school together. Like, he's really molded himself into a legitimate artist. So, tap into that. Uh, my boy Dav, he got pieces. If you rock with Kalen for real, for real, you probably seen him wear it a lot. Like, he's always has on, like, 
any of their stuff from their brand. And then the last one is a girl that I just met. She goes to USC. She has this brand called 1025. Um, and it's crazy. She designs it all herself. She draws all the artwork. It's sick. So that's a clothing. Clo- clothing yeah, one? it's called 1025. Her name is Brim McIntosh. It's fire. Y'all go check that out. Yo, that all sounds flame. So what we gonna make sure we do is you get names, ads, and everything in the description as well as in the um, in the captions. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> uh, you wanna go next, Steve? Yeah, I'll go next. I'm gonna shout out my boy Justin. We went to high school together. Okay. He has a uh, Cajun Asian fusion that he does. It's like a little pop up, um, and the at is underscore just eats with a Z. Um, I haven't tried it yet, but everybody's saying it's flames. I just haven't been up to the bay yet to really yeah, try. I was about it, to say, let them know it's located in the bay, and most of your people is located out here in, in LA, LA, right? Yeah, 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 yeah okay, yeah. we gotta specify because you know we a bay to LA type of show. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but no, yeah, I actually tried Justin's food. I got the uh, garlic noodles. He had this. Um, it was how was the chicken? It was because I got it like. I want to say maybe like a lemon pepper Cajun or something. Some it was like something with something. Boy, it was crazy. I had the, <laughs> shit, the chicken and the shrimp combo with the noodles. Boy, oh, he turned it up. Yeah, well, no, nah, it was crazy. Um, but yeah, nah. Shout out to our boy. Um, the business I'm a shout out is called K Johnson California Charm. It's actually my Auntie Kim's new business. Word. They do palm tree. Shout out to Auntie Kim. No way. <laughs> I was about to do this all wrong. They do uh, soy uh, wax melts and candles. So talk about getting the smell good, hey. everybody. Hold it's on. It's important. It's very essential. You know, we be talking about the vibes, but we're talking about everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whether it's for the smell good or for the good atmosphere, you need it. Yeah. But with that being said, shout out to all these businesses and the entrepreneurs behind them. Um here at Real Estate of Mind and Deserts TV, we tip our hats to you. And we just want y'all to keep fighting that good fight and making that difference. So now let's get into our forward focus song of the week. Which which were you on? What you on? What you want us to slap? Uh We Win by Lil Baby Kirk Franklin. Sheesh, that's a crazy combo. Let's get that queued up right now, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Shit, if y'all feeling down, y'all need some motivation, that's that song right there. Talk to him. I wanna talk to you. I wanna talk to you. Just wait. Out there, feels so good. Hey, I said it feels so good. We will, 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 we
patience. Can't be racist to no early grave. I'm cool with just patience. I can drop at any given time. I'm holding my aces. I see disappointment all in their faces. The turtles still cross the finish line. We done raised the bar so many times. It's only right they give me mine. Diamond by myself together, we really shine. Long as I keep putting my faith and trust in God, I know that everything will be fine. Built for a real stand up God ain't never breaking my kind. I believe I can do anything, ain't never changing my mind. Life's all about patience, take it one day at a time. Life's all about patience, take it one day at a time, That was We Win, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man. Kirk Franklin and Lil Baby over there cooking something crazy up for that Space Jam, too. What you got cooked up for us, Steve? Man, I'm the same. Same type vibes? Same type of vibes in the name. Not not anything else. (laughs) But uh, Win. Respect, respect. Let's get Win cooked up by J-Rock. Hey, this is the Eastside Johnny Big Redemption Light. Know what I'm talking about? Hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Get out the way, get out the way, get out the way, yeah. yeah. Get out the way, get the fuck up out my way, yeah. yeah. You either with me or against me, ho. You either with me or win. Win, 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 win. Fuck everything else. Win, 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 win. These niggas ain't shit. Win, 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 win. Stop chasing that bitch. That was Win by J-Rock, ladies and gentlemen. Now, myself, I'm going to get us queued up with a little Kanye We Measure featuring Nas. Let's get it. Nuts. I take a sip of that yak, I wanna fuck I take a hit of that 
like planet that got me stuck But really what's amazing is how I keep blazing Towel under the door, I'm smoking to the days And puff, puff, and pass, don't fuck up rotation Hypnotic for Henny, that nigga, that's a chaser Turn nothing to something, that pimpin', that's a savior Best things like green, that pimpin', get your paper High off the ground instead of skyscraper Cool out, thinking we local, come on homie, we major We major? Come on homie, we major We major? Come on, homie, we made you, we made you. Come on, homie, we made you, we made you. Come on. Feeling better than some head on a Sunday afternoon. Better than a chick that say yes too soon. Until you have a daughter, that's what I call common. You pray to God she don't grow breast too soon. Projects tow up, gang signs stone up. Niggas' hats broke off, that's how we grow up. Why else you think shorties write rhymes just to blow up? Get they first car and then IRS show up. He ain't never had shit, but he had that nine. Nigga come through flicking and he had that shine. Put two and two together in a little bad weather. Gonna be your whole family on that funeral line. As the Reverend was a strip club's cool. If my tips help send a pretty girl through school, that's all I want. Like, winos want they good whiskey. I ain't in the clan, but I brought my hood with me. You motherfuckers better do your job and roll up and watch how we roll up and I can't control it, can't hold it, it's so nuts. I take a sip of that yak, I wanna fuck. I take a hit of that granite that got me stuck. But really, what's amazing is how I keep blazing towel under the door, smoking to the. That was We Major by Kanye, ladies and gentlemen. So, with that being said, this has been. One for the books for a real estate of mind special, ladies and gentlemen. I think it's only right we give a round of our a round of applause to our special guest, Breland. Thank you for me. We appreciate, appreciate the slide, that, man. man. No cap. Nah, you for sure came in. You showed up. You showed out, yeah. man. And we just appreciate everything that you came came to share with us, man. Appreciate that, bro. Thank you. Thank on you, me, man. man. Thank you. Anything else you want to share with the people before we get up out of here? Stay blessed, y'all. There you go. Stay blessed. I ain't got nothing. I was going to say the same thing. It's crazy because when he said stay blessed, I had to let him know stay blessed, stay black, stay beautiful. Don't take no wooden nickels, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to see you soon. This has been and always will be realest state of mind, ladies and gentlemen.